May mercy and grace and peace be yours from God our Father, through his Son, his only Son, Jesus the Christ. Amen. No hands need to be raised. You can tell me those stories later. When was the last time you locked yourself out of your house, your apartment, or your car? You notice that I said the last time. How frustrated were you? How angry at yourself were you? And what did you do about it? Who did you call? How did you get in? Who unlocked and opened the door? May the Holy Spirit give us attentive ears and expectant hearts this morning here at Crown of Life to reflect on God's word of both law and gospel, the word of God which declares that we are gathered by God's mercy for God's glory. People God dearly loves. The the scriptures that we've already heard this morning speak to and about children, to and about hopeful guests, to and about God's covenant people, to and about all the nations. And here's the truth. God desires to have a great, a great big gathering. People from Tarshish and Pool and Lud, that would be Spain to the west, and African lands to the south. People from Tubal and Javan, that would be north into what we now call Europe. Javan is sometimes translated as Greece. People from the coastland, that's all around the Mediterranean Sea, and people from far off, unnamed places, maybe India and China and Australia and America. People who have never heard of Yahweh's fame, because God wants guests at his great gathering, his great big gathering. He wants guests who saddle horses and mount mules and gallop on camels. He wants guests who are carried in chariots or lifted on litters. And I think it's okay to add, he wants people who drive in cars and SUVs and pickups depending on where they live, people who hop on buses and take subways, and people who ride bicycles and motorcycles and scooters. But here's the issue. We are all disobedient, even illegitimate children. We don't belong in the family of God. We are unworthy to come near. We are the most unworthy holy guests. We are not even able to cry out, open the door to us. We deserve to be only weepers and teeth gnashers when we are forbidden a place at the table of salvation. For we are workers of evil. We are defiled. We are immoral. We are unholy. And we are trembling at that terrifying mountain. Should I stop here? Should I say not this is the gospel of the Lord, but this is the law of the Lord? And should I tell you to repent, to confess your sins? You've already done so this morning. And to try really hard 
turning gospel into law, striving for the holiness without which no one will see the Lord. I won't stop with the law. I can't stop with the law. I want you to hear and to believe and to rejoice that there is good news. It is good news for you. It is good news for me. It is good news for all the nations. Let me give you some context for the three readings appointed for this 11th Sunday after Pentecost. The Old Testament reading is from the final chapter, almost the final verses of Isaiah's prophecy, written about 700 years before Jesus appears on earth. Isaiah delivers judgment and condemnation, but he also delivers hope and comfort. The Messiah is coming. He will be servant and savior to rebels and exiles. He will go as a silent lamb to the slaughter. He will make a new heaven and a new earth. The epistle is written, is from the second to last chapter of Hebrews. This letter is one of the latest written of all the New Testament documents. Only Revelation is surely a later book to the first century church. For the past two Sundays, we've heard about those who lived by faith from creation on to the shedding of blood. That's in verse 4, which some of the early believers have faced or will face under Roman persecution. And Hebrews is filled with Old Testament imagery. That's why today's reading speaks about the Israelites at Mount Sinai when God spoke the covenant word to Moses. And the gospel, the gospel according to St. Luke, is taking Jesus through towns and villages toward Jerusalem. We are following him on this journey to the cross, listening to the questions and hearing his answers, including today's teaching that salvation is more than knowing something about Jesus. It is believing that he came to rescue and redeem. It is believing that the last will be first, that the undeserving recline at table in the kingdom of God. Now, will you look quickly again at your worship guide with me And glance at my sermon title. It's pretty much right in the middle there of that worship guide. And I want you to say it with me, but I will introduce it with these words. We are, if you're ready, we are gathered by God's mercy for God's glory. Gathered by God's mercy for God's glory. We were scattered and separated. We were apart and outside. We were locked outside the door of the banquet hall. But God desired us to hear of his fame. And his fame is this. He does not give us what we deserve. He is merciful. Merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in chesed in his steadfast love. We are gathered by God's mercy. The blazing fire of his judgment does not devour us. It is placed on Christ, 
I'm going to take the words of Hebrews 12, verse 10, and say them this way. God the Father disciplines his own son, not for his good, but for our good, that we might share in Christ's holiness. And this act of mercy is acted out on mountains. It begins at Mount Sinai, where God's holy presence came with the warning, don't touch, and where there was darkness and gloom and judgment, which takes us to Mount Golgotha. On that small mountain, a great work was done. Jesus was untouchable, defiled for us, covered with the filth of our sin, and there was darkness and gloom and tempest as the Lord disciplined the one he loves. The Father disciplined his Son for us, acting in mercy, not giving us the punishment we deserve. Now we are forgiven. Now we are declared not guilty. We are given the holiness of Christ. We are no longer rejected. We are blessed. We were locked out. Sin and guilt did this. Our sin and our guilt did this. We were locked out, not outside of an apartment or house or car. We were locked out of God's kingdom. But now the door is unlocked. The door is open wide. We are invited. The master says, I do know you. And we are welcomed at the feast, which will never end. We are guests at the messianic banquet, reclining at our Lord's festive table. And that gift, that banquet, will be shared again today, a foretaste of the feast to come on this little mountain on the north side of San Antonio. For by faith, by the Holy Spirit's work, by holy breath, from the baptismal font on to this day, we move from the mountain of fear to the mountain of mercy and to the mountain of glory. My glory, Yahweh speaks through Isaiah. That simple and strong phrase is repeated three times. The time is coming to gather all nations and tongues. They shall see my glory, verse 18. And what do they do? What do we do when we are gathered for and see God's glory? Verse 23 says it clearly. All flesh shall come to worship before me. Every knee bows. Every tongue confesses the name of Jesus. From the rising of the sun to its setting. From the first of creation to the new unending creation. We praise the name of the Lord. This is the journey our Lord takes his church on. A journey that is still happening until we finally come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, to the heavenly Jerusalem, to innumerable angels in festal gathering, to all the spirits of the righteous made perfect awaiting us. This great gathering, the assembly of the firstborn, of all the saints, of all the redeemed, 
is centered on Jesus. We heard that last Sunday, let us fix our eyes on Jesus. He is, as described today, the mediator of a new covenant and the eternal king of a never-ending kingdom. We are gathered by God's mercy for his glory today here at Crown of Life. And we will be gathered by God's mercy for his glory with believers from east and west, from north and from south. And be side by side with brothers and sisters in Christ as we recline at table for all eternity. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.